Welcome to the Nintendo 64! And I'm Peach! Peachy! <laughs> this is our very exciting announcement! We're creating a 64 Mario game! We're calling it Mario 64! Yahoo! Yeah, Yahoo! That's what I say! I'm the video game character who says that! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, where'd this Nintendo 64 ad come from? Hey, can y'all chill? I, we've already had Sonic come by and we had to ask him to leave. If you two could also... It's our Look, big kind episode of, of a Nintendo 64. Yeah, but we, we, need, we need 64 as well. We're here for 64 and could you... Fuck off. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh was... my God, you're really... Oh my Damn, God, she's Jesus. hitting you with a tennis right <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God, she Paige. has a golf club. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck him up. Oh god, this I is got you, oh, Mario. <laughs> this is a nightmare. Jeez. Oh god. Oh. Welcome to Soul Cravings. We have taken it for the Mushroom Kingdom. Today I am your host, yeah. Peach. <laughs> and it's me, Mario. Wait, what are you doing with that flamethrower? No, back off, back off. <laughs> oh god. Get the fuck <laughs> Oh my god. We should do Foley work. <laughs> what was that fully representing? Just just out of curiosity. <laughs> the flamethrower, obviously. I see. I see. I understand. Didn't it sound like a realistic flamethrower? I've I've definitely uh -huh. heard flamethrowers before. Well, in honor of episode 64, we've both decided on this. I told Claire about this beforehand for sure. <laughs> I'm just gonna be making periodic references to Nintendo 64 games. And everyone's gonna love it because oh, no. that's gamer humor, is referencing the fact that video games <sighs> exist. And everyone's going to love that. <laughs> so with that in mind, um, mm -hmm. would you like to drive down Rainbow Road to this uh, <laughs> to this first craving? Yeah. Quick. Oh, should quick. we say our names? Hey, should we say yeah. our names? <laughs> who are you? Who are you? I forgot who you are. And uh, I forgot hey, who uh, I am, too. My name's Brianna. Um, I use she, her pronouns, and my accessibility needs are met. <laughs> <laughs> God, well, I guess uh, I haven't been at a check-in circle in a year, but I feel like I'm all caught up now. Uh, my name's Claire, my pronouns are she, her, my accessibility needs are big, bet, and I might ask you to repeat yourself once or twice, please bear with me. <laughs> I miss it. I miss it so much. <laughs> I've been doing them recently for work, like online, and it's just not the same. I genuinely hate Zoom ones, where mostly because there's like 20 yeah. people and the managers are like, and what is your favorite animal? And it's it's like fun and whimsical and it's actually just kind of boring because I don't give a shit about like half of these people totally. who I'm literally never going to see again because the company I work in is too large now. So I don't give a shit that Christine's favorite animal is a horse. I'm sorry. Damn. You're coming for Christine. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't think I you're know You're coming Christine for Christine and all horse girls. Christine's <laughs> a horse girl and you're coming for all horse girls. This is a podcast where we uh, solve our cravings. Uh, first, we have to share our cravings. You're almost making me want to switch my craving last minute to check-in circles. But truth be told, I don't crave check-in circles. So I don't either. But I, I that's fair. Um, well, let me just, let me just segue us into here by saying I'm gonna, uh, golden eye us into, um, this first- <laughs> Did you just Google 64 games? 
Shut up, baby. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm doing my research. I'm ready to go. All right, um, gamers, no, okay, here here's we a go. better this one. Is... You wanna you wanna get flat and slide in like Paper Mario into a first craving? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so I'm gonna send you um a thing. Uh, my craving um has been rolling dice. Now, Brianna, mm. we play a lot of tabletop yeah. RPGs online. Yeah. So I don't roll a lot of dice, except in like downtime where I'm rolling them by myself, but they're just, it's just not the same where everyone is around the table and you see the six or the 20 or the 12 or the 10 or whatever that top number on your dice is. And you cheer as if it's a ridiculous sports game. Nothing feels like it matters as much in that moment as the numbers on those dice. So what I've just sent you is a Kickstarter for something called Pixels, the electronic dice. And they do link to Roll20. And they do link to your phone. And they are electronic dice. And I I really want these. However, without looking at the price, how much do you think a single dice costs? set or a one, one dice. dice a single dice one dice the fact that you're asking this question makes me want to guess <laughs> high i'm gonna say 20 it's 40 <laughs> oh my god that's it's too much too for much dice. money anyways so that's clearly 80 dollars for 2d6 two dice, that's 80 dollars yes. i'm glad you read my mind because i immediately thought well i'm gonna need like 2d6 at least minimum um, right at, Right? Like, I don't want that roll 20. I want, I just want a bunch of D6s. And then maybe a D10, maybe a D4 for, like, the occasional games that use those. But we all know that nobody uses a D20 in tabletop RPGs. Now, any any self-respecting person would never touch a D20. Those are just cursed from the get-go. Every D20 yeah. has its own curse. Instead of these dice, how can I alleviate this craving to roll dice? Is the, is there maybe um, some thing I can do instead, or is there? So what if hollow dice? Is that anything? <laughs> Ho- hollow dice? <laughs> we all. St- <laughs> so so I get into my hollow dice uh, container. It's as big as a person, and uh-huh. I go and I sit in it, and I take the camera in with me, and so you can see the number. The hollow dice is sort mm-hmm. of like a giant hamster cube. And I, I know we've done giant hamster cube solutions before, but you sort of just run full tilt. And as soon as you get tired, that's that's the number. Yeah, so we have uh, different ideas of what this means. Yeah, I, I went in a, like, I was going to be like, and you set up a webcam and it dangles down and it shows your action and you get hype and then Poggers shows up on the Twitch stream or whatever and you're, you're a Twitch streamer. Who's Poggers streaming. does not show up. Poggers is banned from Twitch. So <laughs> oh, right. it does not show up. <laughs> right, right, right. Sorry. Uh, Yoggers shows up on stream and... Uh, oh my god. Do not send me back to the Yogs cast. Do not. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Sorry, I mean uh, Froggers64 shows up on uh, stream uh-huh. and, and everyone goes wild. Uh, so what was your idea of the hollow dice? So my idea was just a a hologram, like in Star Wars, of some dice. That makes way more fucking sense. I went hollow. I assumed hollow dice. I no, I went for hollow dice. Hollow dice. Holly dice. I guess holly dice is sort of like a holiday dice. 
Yeah, that's the, that's Christmas for sure. That's some that's Christmas not dice. really anything. Deck the Santa. ball. Deck the dice with boughs of holly. <laughs> roll 20, the dice. 20, 20, your 20, please fail. roll twenty. <laughs> we went different places. W- that's okay. And I respect it. What we're doing clearly is releasing the Christmas album uh, for tabletop players. But what my real craving needs to be is the uh, tabletop RPG Christmas album so that mm. we can put it on in the background as we all play tabletop RPGs in person at the end of this year. Mm. Because it seems like the v- vaccination schedule is moving up literally uh, like a month every yeah. every couple days, which is exciting. What if we all just got cameras and we have those <laughs> cameras set up? Uh-huh. to just have them focused on our little dice area like mm-hmm. we're fucking critical role or something which i assume they do i've never seen it so you just have a camera and everyone has a camera on their dice and that's what you use the roll 20 video functionality for instead of <laughs> using it for your faces so we don't show our faces reaction cam you know like how football or sports ball or whatever has like the camera that like pans to the audience when something cool happens it's like an auto switching between cameras so that it shows your dice and then when it hits a 20 it switches back to the person and it just shows you losing your shit and then you all lose your shit together i guess you just have like a whole camera setup set so that it does that on command. It's like how Twitch streamers have like a billion configurations where like like you you type in like something and an air horn happens and like 10 billion effects happen on the right. screen. Except now it's just you roll a d20 and you roll well. Could you imagine if air horns just happened every time you roll a d20 and succeeded? That would be the worst. <laughs> But if they only happen on a 20, that's fine. If I can mod my dice, I want the John Cena on the 20, and then I want and then I want the Jeopardy womp womp on a one. What about just dice that produce oh, sound? That's really good. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that that's been done. There's dice that produce lights, so it's probably the dice that produce sound. I've figured it out. I figured it out. Oh, perfect. Okay. So you know how everyone can drive, obviously. <laughs> We're gonna drive to the dice store. So we're going to drive out to a field. Oh my god. And we're all going to stay in our cars and we're going to get on a video call. And (laughs) we're going to play a tabletop game in our cars. In a circle in these cars. And we'll grab our dice, which are hanging, of course, from the mirror of the car. Because that's where you put (laughs) dice. And then... Yeah, your car dice. Your car dice. And you're rolling those. And everyone, when you roll the dice, like squints to see if they can see it. I thought you were like, all right, we're all going to get into our cars that we all totally have. When we need to roll, we're going to drive out and find a tree that's flat. Like it's been chopped down, so it's flat. We're going to roll on the tree (laughs) and we're going to drive away so everyone, one by one, can come in and verify the roll. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Oh yes, the rolling tree. That's my favorite. That's my favorite weird dystopian novel they made us read in high school. What if you all went out into again a field? I really am a fond. You really of like fields. Fields, and you all sort of stand, obviously, like many feet away. And in the middle, there's a pair of dice, a really big pair of dice, and you have like some sort of thing that makes them roll you've just given me the best fucking idea do you remember the board game sorry 
Do you remember pressing the thing in the middle? <laughs> and it would roll? It, it wouldn't really roll. It would uh-huh. bounce. We need a big one of those. We need, like you said, a big dice, but we need that big dice to be contained within a big dome that when you press on it from any angle, it depresses itself and then pops up and rolls the dice so we can all stand around the giant orb. It's not an orb, semi-orb containing this dice that is, I presume, 10 feet tall. So the thing that's great about this is it works so well for specifically Powered by the Apocalypse games. Because you never have to change the amount of dice you're rolling. You're always rolling 2d6. That's perfect. Now here's a slight issue with that. What if you have to change the amount of dice you're rolling? (laughs) Such as in Forged in the Dark games, we have to change. It's a different amount basically every roll. What is the maximum amount of dice you can roll in a Forged in the Dark game? It doesn't matter because there's more it's colors of the rainbow. Max. Yeah, there's, there's a, a theoretical max, max, but there's more colors of the rainbow. And clearly we just color code the dice. And before you roll, you go, I've, I've got green. Since we can't change the dice as I have, I guess, concluded by just being like, what if we just shove more dice? <laughs> really, the developer in me is coming out because the solution mm-hmm. wasn't, let's make a clean like solution that is accessible and available and easily customizable. It's, let's just shove more things into it and just it'll that's, work. That's the ethos of salt cravings. That is what we believe in here. <laughs> Fuck your easy solutions. No, absolutely not. Fuck your no. easy solutions. AI. That we need a we need a, a banner of that. It's salt cravings, the first subtitle, fuck your easy solutions, and then on a third line, just AI. <laughs> God, yeah. One day an AI is going to automate the podcast. That's what we'll do when when we end on episode 69. Uh, an AI will just take over. Brianna Bot will come back and seek revenge. So will Greg. Greg, Greg the the Greg God. Brianna Bot. Co- a combination which now exists in the salt cravings official lore on the salt cravings wiki which definitely exists um all right who which fucker is making the salt cravings wiki we can't <laughs> do it be me. And we can't do it can't. it's a, it's that that would be against We're, the it's spirit too of late things. it's too late at it's this too point. late exactly right like yeah uh we should have done this if we'd done this in episode one we'd be the yeah. most popular podcast in the world but um, that's how late. wikis work. That's how, that's what that I'm always saying. Work. You either d- die with a wiki or live <laughs> long enough to see yourself become unfamous. In infamous? <laughs> no, not infamous. Infamous is different. Well, that depends. That depends who you ask. There's a certain McElroy who I would describe as perhaps infamous <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, I'm not bisexual as a lesbian. So I'm going to kill you <laughs> for bringing this into our vibe. <laughs> I, I thought we can't today... make a we can't make a podcast out of making fun of the McElroys. But this is the Angie episode. <laughs> You're right. This is the Angie episode. I feel like my dice craving has been uh, satisfied and we can move past the McElroy mishaps. Do you want to maybe take us on to the next craving? I suppose you could say that spiritually with this craving, I am playing an ocarina of time um, of sorts Um, Uh because I want to get my fucking hour back. Do you fucking hear me? Give me my fucking hour back. 
daylight savings oh, sucks, and we shouldn't be having it anyway. And the only reason that we do, from my understanding, is because California refused to vote on it, and DC <laughs> wanted to align with California and have the whole. Basically, my uh. understanding is some asshole held up the vote in California, and now because of this fucking asshole, we now have to lose one of our hours. And I don't even live in that state. I it sucks. <laughs> our it's bullshit. Our, our country. I don't even that state or country, but the entire West Coast has to be unified, and everyone was in. Everyone was willing to do it, except for some motherfucker in California who's ruined well, uh, it for all of us, and I. I'm going to find them. I'm assuming there's something I'm not understanding about how democracy works, because I thought if there was one person who wanted something and everyone else wanted it, usually you go with the people. Here's what happened. B.C., Washington, and Oregon all passed bills to say no more daylight savings time. California put this to a vote. And but they said but all of their votes were contingent on the idea that California also does it so that the entire West Coast can be aligned on this. California, the there was a referendum, it passed. There they put they put it to the house, it passed, but the okay. fucking chair of the California Senate refused to put it up to a vote because it would put them out of sync with Mexico. And so, God. because of one fucking guy in California, oh my god. We and it expired. It expired at the end of the year, that that bill, so they would have to do the whole fucking thing again. All because of one fucking guy in California, we are all losing an hour still, even though we shouldn't. And I'm going to come for him. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I, come I, I, have, I have the solution. I'm going to make sure that he never wants to take our hour ever again. How many people are on the West Coast? There's like at least a few million, right? If If that asshole had to experience every hour he stole from us, he'd never do it again. So we're going to find him. You're right. (laughs) And we're going to put him in a time chamber. (laughs) (laughs) And we're just going to lock him in with every hour he took from us. And we're going to say, oh, you want our hours? Oh, you really you really want our hours? Yeah. All right. Here are our hours. Here are our hours, asshole. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we just kind of, uh, it's its like some terrible Star Trek uh, movie as we shut the door and it's just this uh, Wilhelm scream. Um. I'm Googling <laughs> how many people live on the West Coast. This is just for the US. This doesn't include Canada. Okay, yeah. 53,492,270. 53,000,000 hours to years. This this fucker has to live through 6,500 years. Get fucked, you asshole. <laughs> this is what you get. You have to live for like three times our literal calendar. Uh, Gregorian, that is. Uh-huh. Uh, not Julian. Gregory yeah. would be this... fucking pissed at you. Yeah, that's what uh-huh. the <laughs> we're gonna make a new calendar and we're gonna call it whatever this shithole's uh, name is, and then we're gonna like never use it just so we can go. Right. And that's where all those hours went. That calendar contains all of the hours we we lost. Yeah, now we can pass it, and now we can pass it, and we can all live without daylight fucking savings time. Now I have um, a question: Would you want to? keep time as it is now or keep us backwards an hour personally i will i want to keep us where in summer the sun doesn't set until like midnight but that's just because i love like going to the beach at like 11 p.m in summer 
I respect that. So here's how I think it has to come down. I have a lot of friends um, in like Ontario and stuff. And so for me, it would be really convenient if like we didn't lose more time than them. And in fact, like the, the time difference was lesser. So mm. assuming they get an extra hour. Oh, God, what's the math here? I don't know <laughs> what the math here is. Uh-huh. But I think if we both have an extra hour, if we you want, want us to them go to the back, hour? but you, yeah, if right. you, if we go back, but they stay here after the spring forward, then it would be four hours apart instead. So what you want is you want us to stay here and them to go back, and then we'd be two hours apart. Yes. Yeah. I think that would be better. I think that would be better for all of us. I think it would help unify this false fucking country. Really, all colonialism needed was a unified time metric. That's really all it needed to make it good now. God. Really, fuck. the solution was so simple. Clearly, we just need a unified time, and then all our problems would go away. We've solved it, everybody. But more importantly, just don't make me lose another fucking hour ever again. Ever again for it... as long as I live. I don't want to... <laughs> what if it only went forward? What if it didn't go back and forth? <laughs> <laughs> that would be... Yeah, I think we should do that. I think we should start doing that. For sure. <laughs> we should just, every year we go forward an hour. Hey, listen, in 24 years, we'll be where we started. <laughs> well, in 12 years, actually, because we still do a... it twice a year. Well, here's what I think is how, when was Daylight Savings Time instituted here? Let me find the year. 1908. Okay. Oh, so shit. So that's a solid 113 years. So we need 113 hours back. So we just have to go forward 113 times, and then uh-huh. we're all squared away. All right. That's our fucking interest. Well, 113 hours, the modulo of 24 um, is 17. So the difference is we clearly just go back uh, seven hours. Uh, and so I think we're good on that, actually. If we just go back seven hours, we're all caught up. Is that right. the same? Can we um, modulo? Is this fair? I want all of those fucking hours back. I don't want to lose mm, them. I okay. want us to just gain extra hours that we can use as we please and chill the fuck out. And we just call that time like catch up time. Okay. And no one right. has to work and everyone is chill. That time didn't happen. So it's huh. fine. Where do we put it? Do we just like carve out a few days because i guess i guess that's about four and a half days maybe we should take it in shifts i think it would be easiest if we took it in shifts oh i guess you're saying like every single person did lose all that time well that's not true because i only lost 26 hours okay so so yeah it does have to be based on the amount of years you've been alive but that's still fine we're still getting like over a day so i'm like hell yeah This is my governmentally instituted uh, outside of normal time day. Thank you. Yeah. uh, Thank you to the only good thing the Canadian government has ever done. Yeah. Which, to be clear, is not a thing they've done yet, but a thing we're going to make. Yeah. (laughs) And they haven't even done it yet. Typical. So there we go. This is our Angie episode. Yeah. (laughs) I think with that, all of our time will be set straight. We won't need the ocarina anymore. We can, you know, Link can go out into this new realm and find a mask and he can have his little adventure. Want to tell me your next craving? I would. But Brianna, first, we have to burn that craving. So I've come up with a new segment. Um, We are five of 
fucking <laughs> episodes from the end of Salt Cravings. Exactly. Burn that craving. It's a segment about burning your old cravings because you're never going to use them because it's ending. Oh, right. We, we talked about this, huh? Uh, no, I definitely never told you about this. However, choose some cravings that you don't want to use again. And just quickly, we're going to talk about how flammable they are. All right, Whatever that all right, means. here we go. How many? How many are we doing today? Don't don't burn too many, but uh, all right. Get how the flammable is a kobold? A kobold? Yeah, like the dragon. Like the, yeah, like the dragon type guys. Oh, I feel guys, like that's little guys. I feel like that's a two out of ten, maybe. Like they can they can yeah, they take the fire forever. Yeah, they are yeah. almost like a almost like a one. I think we should just do a quick scale, right? This is how we burn through these. Okay. Literally burn through these really quick. I think that's a one out of ten on the flammability scale. All right, sangria. Oh, sangria. I mean, it's got alcohol in it. That's um, true. That's true. So that's flammable for sure. It is a liquid. Otherwise, I think I got to give it a four out of ten. It'll burn for a bit, but not for very long. How about the emotional mecha jam from a couple years ago? <laughs> uh, well, that was that was definitely fire. So I'm going to yeah, give that an eight out of ten. Out of that. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. How about Carly Rae Jepsen? <laughs> Carly <laughs> Jepsen is, I mean, well, how how flammable are mission uh, people? Um, <laughs> well, given some of the things that went on in mission, uh, uh, it depends where you were. I feel like uh, if you want to collab with me on that, I'm going to give it a solid uh, six. Six, six makes sense to me. Let me hit you with one more. How flammable are tabletop games that aren't D&D? <laughs> Is it the book or is it the computer? Because like the book, book, I'm going to give like a uh, an eight. The computer, I'm going to give, eight, yeah. yeah, I'm going to give a, a, a six only because I think it would take some time. But once you got it going, I think it would, it would really take. And, and I, I think it would be much more spectacular. One more. Um, Caesar salad. Oh, um, oh, that's tough. I don't think the Caesar dressing is very flammable, but you could burn those that's leaves true. probably. Yes. Yeah. Um, you would need some dry stuff, um, so it would be a challenge. I'm gonna go with a five. I think that's a solid five. Solid five um, on Caesar salad. Burn. This has been burn that craving. Uh, that was my radio uh, voice. So thank you for indulging my weird and wacky. This thing is that our I great new bit, with. and I, I, yeah, this is our new bit, everyone. <laughs> this is our new God. We're gonna have so many stupid bits to bring back in episode sixty nine. Look out Hell for yeah. it. So my next craving is one that I feel like a lot of people are feeling right now. And maybe we've been feeling this way for a long time, but I've just been a coward and I haven't brought it up yet. I've been craving a revolution. <laughs> Literally, just straight up. It's yeah. time to like uh -huh. put a uh, pedal to the asphalt, sort of like, when are we going to lock those representatives in a room and just make them vote on something that fucking matters? <laughs> Parody, 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 satire, satire, <laughs> parody, parody, parody. That's this entirety of this section. We're doing parody and satire. We're doing parody and satire. Please don't arrest us. Anyway. It's a joke.com. It's definitely a joke. Yeah, so this revolution. is a mood. Like, it just feels like we should, we should be able to just do it. Right? Like, There's I don't, so many like, of us. Yeah. I mean, I don't really want to die, but I would like to do this. Yeah. I think that'd be good. I think when it comes to revolution, there are two huge challenges. Making sure that those who take over power as leadership positions don't in turn become corrupt. And two, uh, logistics. So I really think logistics is where we need to be focusing on for this craving. Can uh, I <laughs> can I put the third one up there? Uh-huh. Um, 
which is there is almost always a pretty severe cost to a revolution. And so convincing people mm-hmm. that it's a worthwhile, worth that like, but revolution does create a lot of refugees and mm-hmm. people who are like gone through severe trauma, right? Like revolutions cause trauma. And revolution so is messy. To, yeah. to me, there's a core part of this, which is like, how do you do an effective revolution while causing as little harm as possible? And I don't know that there's an answer to that, but let's talk about logistics. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my thought. I Look, if you came to me about how to cause less harm, uh, I would say, please, you need to go to a transformative justice expert. <laughs> However, logistics, now I can help you there. Now, let's be careful about how we talk about this. Huh? Let's be careful about how we talk about <laughs> revolutionary <laughs> tactics on our public <laughs> podcast that anyone can listen to. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think the answer is obvious. It's TikTok, right? We need to buy yes. TikTok. Because those All teens right, that's step are, one. Yeah, are enacting, uh, what do they do? They, they made Trump look like a fool even more so when he was in power. Like every single time seemed to be the thing. They bought all his tickets to the to his concert or whatever the fuck that one time. I mean, and also so a bunch of other things. From my time on TikTok, yeah, I have seen genuine good conversations and talk about revolution and those sorts of things on TikTok, and it seems like there's a lot of like cool radical teens on TikTok these days. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god, I sound so old. Um, so but... we need to reach out to the cool radical teens. So Brianna, this is how we do logistics. We just gotta fit in with the teens. The teens will save Hello, us. Hello, fellow teens. <laughs> Do you want to overthrow the government? <laughs> me showing me showing up with a skateboard and an anarchist symbol. We're just like you, <laughs> cool teens. Do a barrel roll. Do a barrel roll. Pog, pog, pog. Oh shit, no one says pog anymore. I mean, frog, frog, frog. I'm hip. <laughs> Epic. We sound so old. Oh, I know what the teens love. Bacon. That's definitely relevant and not from like 2012. We're so in touch and hip with all of the teens. We know what they like. Jeweling. <laughs> Sorry, what? What is jeweling? This sounds like a sex thing. Vaping. Vaping. Oh. <laughs> I thought it's you meant not like, a sex thing. I thought you meant like teenagers J-E- don't have sex. I thought you meant like J E W E L I N G, and I want to know what jeweling. Is <laughs> I thought it was like a video game where you match three in a row. <laughs> Are those popular with the kids? Oh my god, I have no. This is the <laughs> biggest problem: is how do you how do you get across the generational divide? You have um, a sibling. Yes, I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I should just ask her. Um, hang on, you just want to gonna... call her quickly. I'm not gonna call her, but I am gonna text her. How do revolution question mark? Well, I've asked her and let's let's continue on. And uh, if she gets back to me, then we'll know. And if she doesn't, we'll just figure it out ourselves. Yeah. For now, I think what if we made like a revolutionary K-pop band? I think that would help. Oh, shit. How is it revolutionary? What's it different? The songs are <laughs> about literal, actual 
revolutions. Can we just invite um, them to sort of like team up with our uh, political party that we're making, I guess, from last time? Right, the musical. Well, no, hang on. We're doing a revolution now. No political parties. Ah, shit, that's true. We're not doing reformist bullshit here anymore, Claire. We tried that. Didn't <laughs> yeah, work. Yeah, that's true. Now we got to kill some people. Oh, God. So I learned recently that they put a K-pop character in like a murder video game. It was like Dead Till Daylight or uh, whatever. Sure. Um, and so now you can be... Also, I think a K-pop character, I think the term you're looking for is artist, <laughs> is person, <laughs> is individual, real person. Uh, well, clearly we need like a K-pop VTuber, so I actually think I mean K-pop character. Oh, VTubers! Yeah. VTubers. People love VTubers. Yeah, we need, we need the, uh, uh, the VTube K-pop revolution. And everyone knows how to VTube. dance dance. And that's how you do revolution. I think really with a combined effort of all of these things, you know, there's that quote that's like, the, it's the job of the artist to make revolution irresistible. <laughs> it's um, really the job of the artist just to that, do revolution now. I'm going to leave a pause here mm -hmm. for when my sister, if she gets back to us and says, yeah, you can put this on your fucking podcast, you loser. So that we can share uh -huh. her wisdom. Okay. And... From there, we'll know exactly what to do. All right. Here is the wisdom of the teens, everybody. My sister says, Well, after spending the last six months coaching slightly unhinged 14-year-olds, I would say they're motivated by free food, social media, and deeply suppressed rage. So I would suggest a TikTok trend that unites them against a common enemy. My personal ultimate enemy is capitalism. So I would make a put-your-finger-down challenge and have it be like, Put a finger down if you worry about never being successful enough, if you don't think you'll ever afford to buy a house on your own, if you const you're constantly being told by the education system that you're not good enough, if your vision of the future is plagued by the impending doom of climate change, etc. If you put down more than X fingers, capitalism has ruined your life. Then in the description, include a link to revolutionary materials and contacts, and then also throw in some free food if they decide to join. My sister's a genius. Shout out to Jenna. You're the best. And I really think that's going to save us. I really think that wisdom is going to be what brings us in to the 22nd century. Unironically, the go. kids are we the did future. It, revolution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unironically, the kids of the future keep building movements of solidarity mm -hmm. and pushing back against oppressive governments, radicalize and, and build support in your communities. And never stop communicating. We're going to do this. We're going to get there. We're going to do it. We personally are going to do it. Do not come for us. This is this yeah. is a threat only to the governments of the world. Do not come for us. No, we're not threatening <laughs> anyone. We are not threatening anyone. There it's is no joke. threat here. We are not doing... We are We're not... We do not have plans <laughs> for any direct revolutionary action. We are not doing anything illegal. We have freedom of speech, and we are going to continue to talk about revolution. And that's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. Do you want to give me uh, your craven? So you know lesbians. Are you familiar with them? No, tell me about lesbians, Brianna. I would love to learn about lesbians. I think this is going to be life-changing so for me. So you know how we all have to like men? <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've, I, I definitely feel this. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm dating like seven men. What if you could date a woman instead? You didn't have to date a man. Well, that's what lesbians are. What? Um, it's pretty powerful. I know, it's crazy. But don't worry, Wait. but don't you worry. I know it seems <laughs> radical, it seems crazy, but we've made lesbians 
over the past, you know, lesbian representation showing them in general, we've made it so that lesbian representation looks a certain way and feels a certain way. Don't you worry, there aren't going to be any ugly butches oh. here or archaic butch femme dynamics, and it's all just going to be conventionally attractive women, you know, real women. Women with an X. Um, yeah. Women with an X who are going to kiss in ways that are meant for the male. But not too long. the male gaze. You wouldn't, you wouldn't um, want to... Not too long. Too long. It's res- unless it's sexy and right, hot. Right, unless it's sexy and hot. Then it's then it, Yeah, uh-huh. My specific craving here, I mean, in general, it's for better lesbian representation. The other thing, of course, is they're always white, uh-huh. or almost always white. They're they're very often white, and they're often cis. A thing that I would love, I mean, and maybe this is because I'm biased because I'm in a butch femme relationship, but I would like some more butch femme back, mm. please, because that's a type of specific, that's like the specific type. I want general, better representation. That's the type that I'm like, I would rather have representations of lesbianism that aren't just like too conventionally attractive feminine, but not like femme women, you know? I I want more of these dynamics. I would like to see some on screen. I, I have the solution. You, Unless you'd like to keep going right. before we jump into the not no, for no, reals. No. I was just going to say that like this is historically, you know, obviously historically it's been a thing, but it's no longer the, the primary kind of representation. Continue. So you know how Joe Biden is going to force femme the citizens of the United States via this vaccine? Clearly what we need to do Can't is wait. force mask all these lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> We've developed something more powerful than you could possibly imagine. <laughs> You're over there with your baby level force femming. We're doing force masking now. And not to trans women like we usually do. <laughs> Chad is now a, f- <laughs> force, force femmed and then force masked back and forth. We're just gonna really just switch it up, you know? We're, we're going crazy. We're force femming some, we're force masking others. Oh, we're doing true. it. And then they'll have no choice but to put those relationships on screen again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we sort of, we play Cupid is, is kind of what you're saying, where we look at a couple or we find who people we think have to be a couple and we go, mm, yeah, sorry, you're, you're the femme now. Um, it's kind of like asking uh, which yeah. one of you is the spoon or which one of you is the top or literally any other variation of the which one of you it's is the bendy like, straw or whatever. It's sort of like asking some variation of which one of you is the man, except we're not asking, we're telling. <laughs> yes, this is healthy and normal and good. So uh, how are we doing this? How are we force femming and force masking people? We're trans, so that is our trans oh, right. agenda already. That's our superpower. So I forgot. That is our superpower. When I became trans, the, the, I was given the power by yeah. the, uh, what, what is it? The trans allegiance? No. What the fuck is it called? The trans... The transgender, the transsexual empire? Yeah, the transsexual empire, right. The TE, uh, as everyone calls it. Uh, when we go out for tea, yeah. uh, we're actually not saying tea, we're saying we're going to go to the TE meeting that we all converge yes. to uh, in the transsexual empire. Uh, it's really nice. Yeah. If uh, Once we force from you, you can come along too. There's lounge chairs, it's, there's chase lounges, uh, you love it. And you have to. Oh, it's a great, it's a great little hangout space. (laughs) Yeah, you have to. You have to. This is part of, this is the thing that we're doing. Is we're deciding for you what your identity is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we know that we can do it on an individual level. We just need to project that power 
on a larger scale. Oh shit. We need one of those like one of those headsets things that like <laughs> psychics in superhero movies have oh, to right. like increase the power mm-hmm. of their abilities. Right. We just need one of those for for all the trans people and then we can just project our powers. We need a lesbian professor X. Am I going to lose my hair if I do this? <laughs> I don't want to lose my hair. I don't know oh, if it's worth you- it. Why would you lose your hair? Because Professor X lost his hair. Oh, you're going to become the lesbian the Professor X. Yeah, the lesbian oh. Professor X. Yeah. We'll have to get someone else to do it. We'll just have to get someone else to we do f- it. <laughs> we force them someone. And we force them. Wow, this is evil. Brianna, we're evil. Yes. Well, I guess we lesbians are. are Indeed, uh, we are. The Disney villains are all evil and lesbians. So I guess, thanks, Disney. This is your fault, actually. I'm not accountable for my actions. In fairness, this is the only way. It's not like they can just start making these relationships like on screen and just having these relationships or having like relationships with gender non-conforming lesbians and like lesbians of color and like trans lesbians. It's not like they can put all of these on screen. That would cost money. Right. It would cost money. It all has to be two conventionally attractive feminine Hmm. women, one blonde, one brunette. Uh, ideally in a period piece Mm -hmm. yeah Um, that way it's old and not now so it's not like these problems exist today if we do this then it's our 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 evil plan then it's normalized you know (laughs) we forcibly normalized it this is force force normalization and (laughs) the (laughs) the tweet is just normalized force spamming Normalize force femming alongside force masking. And that <laughs> and that is the only way to do this because we can't just represent people on screen <laughs> for no reason. We're gonna give them a fucking reason. <laughs> well, I mean, after um, we do this, I feel like it is appropriate to cast us as the villains in the movie. But that's okay, because we'll be hot and I guess conventionally attractive because we'll be cast as different people um so so that'll be that'll be core and so with that hey mario look it's those fuckers um, who burnt us oh i'm gonna fuck you up oh god it's fine i was prepared for this (laughs) dk donkey Kong. oh shit it's dk (laughs) oh my god the entire dk crew showed up i just expected donkey but but Lanky's here. Oh my God, Lanky is. Oh, oh that's horrible. Oh no! Holy fuck. Oh, I'm oh. being ripped apart by Lanky Kong. Mario. Oh, this man has no grace and no style. Oh, <laughs> mamma mia! This has been salt cravings. <laughs> Thanks for. Thanks for all the fish. You can find us at Salt Cravings uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can send uh, any of your cravings, and there's only so many episodes left. Uh, maybe if you if you have a flammability craving, you can just send that in. We'll tell you how flammable your craving is. But if you really want us to we go will. more all in on it, we can do that still too. You can send those over at submissions at saltcravings.com. You can also go check out links in the descriptions for uh, different people that you can donate to. Make sure that if you you uh, have the means to budget for donations that you are, you know, making a budget and, and doing that. I try to tell my coworkers this. I'm very annoying at work. So I guess I'm just going to be annoying on the podcast now, too, because I definitely wasn't annoying before. We've never been annoying. I, no, no, no. Annoying. Up until this point, it. we have not been annoying. <laughs> We've been perfect, perfect dark. What? We've been perfect dark <laughs> the entire time. Um... <laughs> And uh, and conquers bad fur day. 
um, <laughs> and Pokemon Stadium. Uh, this and this pod- Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash Brothers. This podcast was Doom um, sixty four to fail the whole time. We are going to be posting alongside this episode. We'll post a form if you want to be involved in the stream in some capacity. Yeah. Fill out the form. Let us know. We would love to have folks on as streamers. We'd love to have almost certainly need some tech folks and some moderation folks. Yeah, it might um, just be chill. Um, having people on standby is never a bad idea. But if you just want to come hang out and play some games with your friends and, you know, try and raise some money for charity, for sure, sign up and we'll, we'll talk to you. We'll, we'll get our people to contact your people and we'll uh, Pokemon snap right to it. So keep an eye out for that. Let us know. We'll contact you if you, you fill out the form. Thanks for listening. As we always say, <laughs> Resident Mario Evil 2, Party 3. WWF No Mercy, Kirby 64, Mario The Crystal Tennis. Shard, Banjo-Kazooie, Pokemon 180 Stadium Snowboarding, 2. Star Wars Shadow. Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Kazooie. the vibes for today's episode i need to choose i was literally just about to ask you because i could go i'm tired as shit yeah (laughs) yeah is it tired as shit okay is it whimsical is it angry like what is it like is it both is it uh is it feel good what vibes do we want to hit my the two that i've chosen potentially but i can adjust these the two that i've chosen potentially i think are like a little bit angry, but okay, not not devoid of. I think we can have some fun with them, um, yeah. but they are a little bit angry. You know that that is perfectly fair, and I think I am going to keep my angry one as t- as well. Then it's this the episode title of this one is Salt Cravings colon Angie. We upset now. <laughs> We're upset, bitches now. <laughs> See, we can't take ourselves um, seriously because if we get for real mad, then we're just um, a trope and we shouldn't be listened to. I, I literally, <laughs> a, literally a thing that I talked about my ther- with my therapist earlier today at the therapy <laughs> appointment earlier, and that's where I'm at. So, <laughs> fuck off. Uh, <laughs> um, 35? Yep. We could have done 30. I feel like we were ready. Oh, I definitely hit my mic there for you.
Okay, that should be okay. Uh, let me just check. Yeah, that should be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's fine. Yeah, that uh, works. Cool. All right. Let's get ready to rumble! Da, 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 da. Okay, ten minutes of silence. Ten minutes. Ten minutes long of silence. Let's just have this ten minutes. This is not the first time we've made this joke. And it won't be the last. That's how we're going to start out. The it might be, stream. though. It might be. We don't it have that be. many left. It might be. We don't have that many left. All right. <laughs>